0: Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast, What's Your Delta, MGH Institute's Three Tips for Faculty Development, with your host, Janice Palaganis, who is the Associate Professor of Health Professions Education and the Associate Director of the PhD Program in Health Professions Education, along with Peter Kahn, the Associate Provost for Academic Affairs at the MGH Institute of Health Professions.
1: Welcome to What's Your Delta MGH Institute's three tips for faculty development. You're here with Janice Pelaganis and
0: Peter Kahn.
1: Peter, you are just the person I need to talk with because I have four articles in the making and I just cannot seem to get them done. And and I think you know this about me. I'm it's like for me, writing is a dessert. So I usually <laughs> I usually work all day. And then I'm like excited to end my day to write or do something. Or when I have writing time, I get really excited about it. And I've just been feeling frustrated because I just can't seem to get to them. I, I mean, I've, I, my workload's been a little heavy lately, but I'm just wondering if you have some tips.
0: Now, are these four articles you're writing simultaneously?
1: They are. They're different. They're they're in parallel, all at different stages. But yes, they are simultaneous.
0: And you have co-authors for some and different co-authors for others?
1: Yes, different author teams.
0: Yeah, I treat writing the exact opposite as you. Okay. Not a dessert, it's the veggies.
1: Oh, <laughs> I would not have guessed that.
0: I do it, I, I enjoy it afterwards, but I do have to force myself. And the best way to do it is to start with writing and okay. then reward for having completed a certain writing goal. And for me, that means first thing. Also, I'm sort of, my mind is fresher and I'm in a better uh, productive state in the mornings. that may be different for different people. I work with people who I can, it's actually quite productive. I was working on a chapter with someone and she was a total night owl. Mm -hmm. And we were done so fast, Janice, because I would write in the day and she would, her part at night, and by the time uh, I woke up, that's her edits were awesome. Passed. Awesome. I know for me it has to come first before you open the email, before you attend to anything else, that is the first thing.
1: Just start writing.
0: Because, yeah, to, to to start, and that means have nothing else open. Don't have the email client going mm-hmm. in the background. Silence your phone, really put up the um, the workspace
1: well i like i like that you just said it it reminds you of it's like veg, veggies to you because i think most people are in that in that boat and there are i have one particular article that i just i actually don't really want to get to and, <laughs> and so i like your idea of you know start writing and and as we talk about this i think Probably majority of our listeners are are people who think of writing like veggies or, you know, a chore, if you will, and do what I have been doing with this one article, which is putting it aside and prioritizing other things simply because I've been procrastinating on it.
0: Well, it's not so simple. These are deeply psychological acts because writing is one of the purest forms of giving ourselves to be judged by others. And that mm. can be very scarring if the feedback is negative. And you have to say, "That is so
1: fascinating." I never thought of writing. It, I mean, in that light of the vulnerability of writing.
0: Oh, I mean, I, you get—I get grammatical suggestions from peer reviewers or editors, and I blanch. <laughs> I, I, somehow, they're criticizing me as a person that I don't know this that I'm an imposter or that I don't have a grasp of the literature or I can't articulate my thoughts. There's uh-huh. no way to criticize someone's writing without it also being about them as a thinking person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and so naturally, we're reluctant to put ourselves out there because you're going to get rejection, you're going to get negativity back. And part mm-hmm. of the experience of being a, a, a sort of veteran academic is just not caring anymore. Uh-huh. Knowing rejection will come, and don't have a healthy enough self regard that you don't let it stop you from writing the next thing.
1: Wow, no, I I, I find that fascinating. I I think I'm I think the reason I love it so much is because I I love writing more than teaching sometimes because it allows me to really gather my thoughts and steepen them and just think deeply about them before I teach. And so, for me, it actually boosts my confidence versus feeling so vulnerable. But I can definitely see—I mean, especially when you get reviewer comments back—how <laughs> you know that that could be disheartening.
0: Right, and it, I think you're you're correct, Janice. It is it's necessary and it's helpful to consolidate your ideas to synthesize literature, and that makes you a stronger teacher. Doesn't make it any easier to get started. Mm, One of the the first tips I recommend is to block out time. We do that when you have a meeting. You do that if you have clinical sessions. You do that if you have a class or lecture to give. But we don't often put it into our calendars. Meeting with myself, writing today, Uh make it a regular part of your calendar. And not not just in the moment, but ahead of time. Uh Look where those those empty gaps are and start filling them in with writing, writing, writing,
1: writing. So do you do, I mean, I I did start doing that a few years ago, and it has definitely helped. Do you block off time at the same time every day, at the same time every week, or is it different? It sounds like you said mornings work. Yeah,
0: I just know myself. At the end of the day, I'm not as fresh. The sort of all of the activities have distracted my mind. And I'm already thinking about dinner. So I know I need to start
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: start with that. And I really try not, if I'm in a, and I should be in a writing mode all the time, but realistically there are days when you don't have a project and you're waiting for something to come back. Don't let, don't open up the email because that's giving someone else authority to write your to-do list. I know what I have to do. The most important thing to me is to get this draft or this revision done. That mm-hmm. should come first why should some colleague's request for for me to look at something supersede my goals? Mm -hmm. That can come later. I need to put my priorities first. That means don't open up anything but the document.
1: See, I love that you're saying that because I have, you know, because I've been doing years of blocking it out on my calendar, what I've started doing and the reason I can't get to my papers is i have been blocking off time in my calendar but completely deprioritizing based on time sensitive other things going on with work and then i just compl- i look at the i look at my calendar and i realize that i've completely consumed the time i had blocked off for writing so so not just i think tip number 1 is not just blocking off time but holding to that time i i love that you're saying you're allowing other people do your to-do list if you let other things take up that time. It's awesome. Thank you.
0: This is your job and you need to treat it as such. Mm -hmm. You're right. You you can block it off, but if you ignore it, I mean, you would never blow off a meeting with a colleague that was on your calendar. So why would you let yourself blow through the time you had marked off for writing? Ah, I love this. You don't, uh, and you also don't just say, okay, Friday, Friday afternoon. Everything is clear. I've got a four hour block. And that is, that is unrealistic. You don't do any other work that way. You just space it out and you keep it constant. So mm-hmm. I prefer and realistically, a lot of us have small snatches of time throughout the week. That's when you've got to do it. That's the treating it like a job part. Uh-huh. Is that When there's a gap, you block it, you hold it, and you attend to it. And you have that next slot. On Tuesday and then on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, it's uh, sort of proportional to your your effort of your whole work plan. But you want to be sure that you're being honest with your your time and giving it the amount it deserves.
1: Isn't it so interesting how we, as educators, are we don't respect ourselves the way we respect other people <laughs> sometimes. I mean, you're right. I would, if I had that, you know, hour with anyone else, I am so keen to make sure I'm there on time and that my phone is set aside. I'm not looking at email. Yet when I've got time with myself, for example, writing, I completely just respect myself.
0: (laughs) And there are ways to make it more like a meeting to hold yourself accountable. You can have a writing buddy who's working on a different project but now in the age of Zoom and and virtual connections, people are setting up writing cafes. Mm-hmm. So we just log in, and you're on your laptop, and I'm on mine in different places, and we're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But I'm less likely to stray because I know she's Janice is looking at me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I you're bringing back memories of a, a writing team that where we used to meet and and write together in silence and. And it's nice too, because every once in a while, someone will ask a question and then you take a little break, just entertaining that question. And then you go back to right. writing. So I like that. And just the spirit of writing is there in the room, which is nice too. Well, that's my, my
0: third tip is to stop writing. When yeah, you I don't understand
1: story. that one, Peter. You're going to have to help <laughs> me
0: understand.
1: No, actually, I understand that one too well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm assuming you followed tip one and two before you get to this one.
1: <laughs> so stop, explain that, this one to me. Well, there, there's a point
0: of diminishing returns if you are looking for this uninterrupted stretch that I need uh, for some, some cancellation. I have an eight-hour block. I don't think you can be effective writing for eight hours, particularly if it close to the deadline. It has to be spaced out and built on over several sessions you re- you should set a goal for the day for the writing chunk mm-hmm. and then stop when you get there and that makes it easier to pick up again the next day because presumably you you're not stopping at the end of a section or even the end of a paragraph. stop in the middle of a sentence and then when you return to it the next time you're gonna instantly pick up again without any delay. <laughs> but
1: what if we forget? Thought, what if I forget what I was gonna say in that sentence? Well, but it probably wasn't that brilliant. <laughs> That's great. But I like but that. It's sort of
0: mid-thought. Yeah. And if you can recreate a, that thought a, the <laughs> next day, then you've uh-huh. built enough structure that the flow should continue. And we just we're storytellers, so you can't just let something hang. You're gonna want to finish that, that sentence and then Move on. So it's stop when you reach the goal and stop in a way that allow you to pick it up again the next time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then reward yourself and you have your dessert.
1: Write <laughs> more. <laughs> for so me, for at log. least. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Thanks. I'm going to, uh, I truly love the idea of respecting myself and keeping that meeting as if I'm meeting with myself. I think that'll help me. And I like the idea of, you know, stopping mid-sentence so that it's easier and exciting to, it's motivating to pick up and just keep writing.
0: Right. Because you don't want every writing session to be a repeat of that initial activation energy.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're just right back to, oh God, uh, I've got some other things I could be doing. That's really important. no, you, you want it to, to keep moving.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like motivational learning only with yourself and um, engaging yourself in, in your own to-do. I love it. And to summarize our three tips for overcoming procrastination in your own writing, tip number one, block out time, physically put it in your calendar and stick to it. Tip number two, treat it like a job. In other words, if you have a meeting with another person, you typically hold that time respectfully, you put things aside to have that meeting, treat that block of time that you've put in your calendar as a meeting with yourself. And tip number three, stop writing when you've met your goal. And when you do stop writing, stop at a part that is an engaging part so that when you come back, you will feel motivated to keep writing. Thanks, Peter.
0: Oh, sure, I can't wait to read your next I
1: I guess I gotta go write.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to our podcast, What's Your Delta? MGH Institute's Three Tips for Faculty Development. We hope you come back and listen to our future podcasts with your host, Janice Palaganis, and Peter Kahn of the MGH Institute of Health Professions.